Welcome to the Psychic Source podcast presentation, Intuitive Weight Loss Strategies. Our featured advisor, Rhiannon, can be found at extension 3572 or at www.psychicsource.com. Hello, this is advisor Rhiannon, spiritual social worker and counselor with Psychic Source. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast on weight loss. I am excited to be sharing with you some strategies and techniques I've used to manage my own weight. Whether you're here for yourself or somebody else, thank you so much for joining me. So I'm going to begin with my childhood. I was born fat. I was round. I had a round head and a round body. I was very fat, very cute, and very happy. My friends and family accepted me just the way I was. I was also born into an Italian family. And as you know, Italians base a lot of their holidays and celebrations on food. We like to eat and we like to cook. And I inherited that from my mom, who was an amazing cook. As a child, I did not realize how cruel the world could be when it came to being overweight. In school, my friends did not tease me, but when I got to be a young adult, a teenager, and started to consider dating, that is when I truly found out how my weight impacted my relationship to the world. Since then, I have learned to turn my focus from outside to inside when it came to acceptance. But that took me a really long time, almost seven decades. And I'm hoping that because you're joining me today, you're going to get there a lot faster than I did. How we are accepted and perceived by the outside world will never be an effective way of managing weight. And that is because the reasons that we are heavy are not based on outside, but rather inside. Cues are an important thing to consider when it comes to losing weight. I am cued by visual, smell, and sight. And I'm wondering if you are cued by the same things too. If you think about it, many of the commercials today are totally aimed at making us want to eat what they are showing us. They actually hire food stylists to come in and make the food look appetizing. Almost always The food that you are seeing portrayed in the commercial is not edible. They use things that look edible but are not. Isn't that wild? That's because we eat with our eyes. I know you've heard that because people say that, especially chefs, a lot. That's why we try to make things look appetizing. Restaurants put food in a pleasing way on the plate. 
So learning what cues me to eat was the first step in figuring out how to step in and intercept, intercept that signal. I am cued by the things that I've already talked about. So how do you break that? Well, since I get a lot of my cues from television, I'm going to admit it right here. I really like to watch television. There are programs that I love to watch, and because of the commercials, that makes it a challenge. So I had to find a way to get around the commercials. Now, today we have a lot of these subscription programs that you can purchase that totally alleviate or remove the commercials. So if you have the money or you want to spend the money on those types of things, that's one way to go. Another thing that I've done is I've used my DVR or a recorder to record my favorite programs and then when I watch them I can just fast forward through the food commercials or any of the commercials to be honest unless it's something that I would like to learn more about like a psychic source commercial <laughs> but anyway so another technique that I've tried and used with great success is getting up and walking out of the room when a commercial for food or anything else comes on. And I can either do something, you know, like fold some laundry or wash some dishes or something, and then come back and watch the rest of the program once it has resumed. Another thing that I've done is I've either turned the sound down or muted it and then looked away until the commercial was over and then I could put the volume back up and go back to paying attention. Another thing that I've done, if your um, television um, provider allows it, is I have paused the program for enough time so that when I resume, I'll have enough space that I've paused to just go ahead and uh, fast forward through the commercials. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you understand what I'm talking about. Um, you just simply hit the pause and then the program will stop. It'll still be the same program, but it'll stop. And I think about three minutes is enough time and then you can resume and then you can just fast forward uh, through the commercial. So. Knowing what cues us, and that's just television. There could be other things. It could be people that cue us. There can be locations like a restaurant uh, that we have to pass or possibly when we're in the grocery store um, or a convenience store or any other store for that matter, the mall, where we have to pass a certain kiosk or a certain store that sells things that we know we love to eat. So knowing what cues us to eat is a first step in, intercept, in intercepting that signal that makes us want to eat. But once we've gotten past that and we understand what makes us want to eat, I want to make sure that there's no guilt or judgment or negative self-talk associated with not truly having the power to control what we want to eat. That doesn't mean that we are less of a human or that we are um, not worthy of love or being included. It's simply the way we're wired. And also, too, consider this. Just because 
I was a heavy person. That did not mean that I wasn't healthy and happy. So heavy people can be completely happy and completely healthy. The weight doesn't have anything to do with that. So once again, please consider your goal for losing weight, why you want to. If the focus is on outside, it's just not going to be effective. We need to keep the focus on ourselves and inward. Inward acceptance, especially forgiveness. Now, I've done a lot of research, and what I have found is that oftentimes, people who hang on to pounds and calories hang on to a lot of other stuff that we don't need. We're probably a little bit of a hoarder when it comes to holding on to things that no longer serve us, including feelings and emotions where we felt offended, hurt, or rejected. A lot of times, I have eaten in response to those feelings. And a strategy that I've used with that is called HALT. It's an acronym, H-A-L-T. The first thing I look at is whether I'm truly hungry. Let's face it, when I'm a big person, I'm going to require more calories to carry this weight around and to operate. So a bigger person is going to require more calories, meaning we're going to be hungry more often than someone who is thinner. So I, when I feel that urge to eat, I look at whether it is a true urge that is based on actual hunger. Do I feel my stomach growling? Do I feel that I need that my stomach is empty or that I need to take something in. I notice that when my blood sugar level changes, I tend to have a hard time focusing or I become more irritable. So the first thing I look at is whether I'm really hungry. The second thing is, am I angry? A lot of times I have eaten in response to being offended or angry about an issue and I deal with it by eating. And it's really kind of interesting because I think I'm hurting the other person when in reality I'm hurting myself. I also look at whether I'm feeling lonely or bored. Am I lonely? Maybe I feel like I want to talk to someone. There are ways that we can use to combat these things. When it comes to the anger, we can write it out or we can talk out loud about whatever it is that's bothering us. If it's lonely, we can pick up the phone or maybe get on one of the social media apps where we can connect to someone else. The last letter of my acronym is T, and this can relate to being tired or thirsty. A lot of times I've noticed that I tend to overeat more at night when I really should be just going to bed but I eat because maybe I want to stay up and do something. I'm watching a program on television or I'm, I'm doing something else where I just take a snack in so that I can stay up a little bit later. So eating in relation to being tired is something that I've noticed that I do. 
I also noticed that I tend to reach for food when in reality my body requires hydration. And that's another really valuable technique, being properly hydrated. And that means taking in at least eight really nice glasses of water or something that's good for us to drink that's not going to harm us is a very good way of combating eating cues that are not really related to hunger. Another thing that someone once said to me, and this really stuck, now I no longer put anything in my mouth that is going to cause suffering. I no longer put anything in my mouth that is going to lead to or cause suffering. So halt and paying attention to cues and using intuitive techniques to break that cycle of eating are some of the strategies. Another thing that I would like for us to consider is creative visualization. And this is either painting or sketching how we would envision our body to look when we have reached the ideal weight. This is a powerful tool. And whether you make an image in your mind that you can recall on a regular basis, or whether you actually create some type of a painting, sketch, or picture that you can look at on a regular basis, and I mean several times a day, I cannot emphasize enough how powerful the technique of creative visualization is. It is amazingly powerful, and I'm hoping that you will try that. Another thing with creative visualization is if you have an event or something that's coming up where you're going to be faced with an eating challenge, when you picture how you will actually handle that event in your mind's eye, what you're going to wear, what, how your hair and makeup are going to look like, or what accessories, you're, whether you're going to be clean shaven if you're a male, or anything like that. Any of the things, that details that go along with it, what you expect to see, what you expect to smell, what you expect to even taste. If you're going out to a restaurant and you're planning on having lunch with some friends, before the day of the event comes, picture in your mind's eye how you plan to handle that entire event. Also, self-talk. If the waiter or waitresses offers you something that you don't want to eat, rather than saying, I can't have it, because that is associated with negativity and denial, you say, I don't want that today, thank you. And that's just for today. Tomorrow you can decide again. So by saying, I don't want it, rather than I can't have it, we allow ourselves freedom to choose, and there's a lot of power and a lot of confidence that goes along with that. The last technique, and this is one of my favorites, is called manifesting my desires. And this is where I actually make a list of all the things that I plan to obtain or achieve once I have gotten the weight off more money in my pocket that I'm not spending on food anymore, looking better, um, being able to shop in, in stores and not having to go to special sections or special stores to buy my clothing, spending less on my clothing because 
bigger sizes tend to cost a little bit more. They also tend to look a little frumpy, don't they? Why is it they have all these cute little outfits and stuff for people that are smaller and then when it comes to the bigger sizes, they make us look like Omar the tent maker made our clothes. <laughs> but these are some of the things I put on my list. Um, being able to fit more comfortably in the seat of my car or on a bus or especially on an airplane, oh my gosh. Um, having more freedom to move around, not being quite as out of breath, uh, being able to bend down or to do certain movements, dancing, oh my gosh, I love to dance. But when I was 300 pounds, I could not dance as much as I can dance now. <laughs> Creative visualization, manifesting our desires, learning what cues us to eat, halting rather than putting things in our mouth, and no longer putting anything in our mouth that causes suffering. Intuitive eating, accepting ourselves as we are. We are all beautiful. We all offer the world a very unique, there is nobody else like me. There's nobody else like you. Offering the world a unique opportunity to meet an extraordinary person who just happens to like to hold on to things that no longer serve us. And we're working towards getting rid of that. So that, not that we're going to be accepted, but that we're going to live a more happy, joyful, and free life. I am so happy that you joined me for this podcast. And I'm hoping that I've shared some strategies and techniques that make you feel inspired and motivated. Blessings, loves. Rhiannon, extension 3572. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this podcast presentation. For more spiritual and emotional support around your weight loss goals, please contact Rhiannon or any of our other gifted advisors at www dot psychicsource dot com